Hey guys, welcome back to Tap That AZ Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters, and welcome to Mid Beer Week. Strong Beer Fest just went down yesterday. It was an awesome time. All the people that came up to the table and met the team and talked to us and jumped on the podcast and just shared their experience with the, the podcast. And ah, man, it was awesome. It was a really great time. So, and all the people that came and, and hung out with us and um, enjoyed jumping on the microphones and talking for a little bit, even the people towards the end that probably shouldn't have been on the microphone. Thank you as well for making that a really cool experience. Uh, thanks to the Craft Brewers Guild for, um, for letting us set up a tent right next to them. It was a really high traffic area and we got a lot of people coming through and got to talk to a lot of awesome, a lot of awesome people. So uh, to Kristen and Rob from the Arizona Craft Brewers Guild, thank you guys so much. Love what you do and appreciate what you do. So news and reviews, we've got some things still going on for Arizona Beer Week. Um, it seems like the Strong Beer Fest is the culmination of Beer Week, but it's actually kind of just the beginning. <laughs> so there's some really cool events going on this week. Also, we've got a beer review from my man Marcus from Brewery602 on Instagram and YouTube. And we've got Doc from Petal House that's going to educate us a little bit on dumping beer. Yeah, I know it sounds kind of scary, but hear him through and it makes a lot of sense. And it makes a lot of sense why Doc's beer is always so good. So let's jump into these events. So coming up today, if you're listening to this episode as it comes out, um, you'll be able to hit up this event if you're listening to it day late. It already happened, but this is the release of its Blueberry Violet. This is a collaboration between Grand Canyon Brewing Company and 12 West. They're going to have a release party. This is Monday, February 11th. It's going to be at Bottle Shop 48 in Tempe. So this starts at 6 p.m., goes until 9 p.m. I didn't get to try this beer. They had it at Strong Beer, and a lot of people said how amazing it was, but uh, I didn't get to try it. I tried a couple of their other ones that were just fantastic. There was a double IPA and the um, the Arizona Pilsner, Zona Pilsner, I think is what it's called. It's fantastic beer. It's coming out of uh, 12 West and Grand Canyon. So, collaboration beer. It's Blueberry Violet. It is a blueberry hazy IPA. From Grand Canyon Brewing Company and 12 West. Collaboration. It's going to be released at Bottle Shop 48 in Tempe. 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. So go check that out. On Tuesday, we've got Low Education. So learning more about beer. This is my beer, and this is my year to learn a little bit more about uh, the ins and outs of beer. So I'm going to be definitely hitting up this event. So this is at Four Peaks Wilson Street. The one on Wilson Street. This is... Uh, from my understanding, their production facility out here, it's very impressive. Um, this is When Good Beer Goes Bad. It's an off-flavor education course. So this is February 12th. you got to get tickets for this. It's on their Facebook page, and it's going to be in the show notes here. Tickets are, I think they were like 10 bucks. Um, this is Tuesday, February 12th from 6 until 9. And basically, it's going to um, help you identify uh, the off-flavors. So... Uh, there's a lot of different, um, a handful of different off flavors, and it looks like they're going to give you a flight of four spike beers plus one control beer to help you be able to pick out those um, those off flavors in these beers. So this is going to be great. Ten bucks to learn a little bit about um, the proper, I guess, identifying things in, in beer. So this is When Good Beer Goes Bad, an off-flavor education 
Tuesday, February 12th from 6 until 9. You need to get tickets for that. It's going to be at Four Peaks on Wilson Street. On Wednesday, we've got the Arm Wrestling Throwdown. So this is February 13th. This is hosted by the Pink Boot Society of Arizona. It's going to be at Boulders on Southern. So this is Wednesday, February 13th from 6 until 9. A women's arm wrestling tournament throwdown. They're going to raise some money for the Pink Boot Society of Arizona. They're going to raffle off some prizes, silent auction on items, and of course, great beer. And uh, wouldn't expect anything less, right? So there are quite a few um, women in Arizona beer that I know and are badasses, and they're going to be arm wrestling. So including uh, one of our co-hosts, Liz Limberg. So we're pulling for you, Liz. But uh, if you want to go check this thing out, this is February 13th from 6 until 9 p.m. Boulders on Southern in Mesa. And raising some money for Pink Boots Society of Arizona. On Thursday, Valentine's Day, there's quite a few things going on. There's quite a few dinners that are that are happening. Um, there's one, my favorite name is, I think it's Craft Singles. <laughs> That's put on by us. Uh, but the one that I'm looking at here, uh, Be My Player 2, Valentine's Day dinner. Be My Player 2 obviously is a homage to uh, old school video games. And you guessed it, 8-Bit Aleworks. So this is on Valentine's Day from 6.30 until 8.30. So 8-Bit Aleworks is in Avondale. This is going down on Valentine's Day. You got to get tickets for this. So it's going to be a beer pairing um, for Valentine's Day. So you and your date can enjoy some great beer and some great food. So the story is prior to opening, uh, Ryan and Christina, the founders and owners of 8-Bit Works, they spent every Valentine's Day uh, doing takeout Chinese food and watching a cheesy movie. <laughs> so uh, this year, they're going to bring that uh, to the brewery. So they're going to have a five-course meal of Chinese food. Each of them are going to be paired with an 8-bit beer and a few other special treats. So check it out. It's $80 per couple. Tickets must be purchased in advance, and they're directly sold through 8-bit Works or their online store, directly at the brewery or in their online store. So when you pick, make sure you pick your main course. 36 available seats for this. So jump on this. This is the Be My Player 2 Valentine's Day Beer Dinner at 8-Bit Works, February 14th from 6.30 to 8.30. Make sure you get tickets for this. We have an anniversary as well. Harbottle Brewing turns one years old. So Harbottle in Tucson is going to have their one-year anniversary on February 15th. That is a Friday. So this is going to go... Uh, looks like all day. Looks like they're starting at noon. They're going to shut the place down. It looks like at around midnight. Uh, so this is their first ever, ever birthday bash. So go help them celebrate. Um, a food place called Molecular Munchies are going to be there at 5 o'clock. They have a musician. Jacob Acosta will be rocking out at 6 o'clock. So they're going to have some special beer releases and specials all day long. So go help these guys celebrate. I was there after the Juicy Brews Festival. They got some impressive beer. So Harbottle Brewing Company. Turns one years old on February 15th. Get there and help these guys celebrate. And last but not least, definitely one of the most popular events during Beer Week over the last few years. This is the fifth annual ABV Beer Dinner. This is in Flagstaff. So this is at the American Legion Post 3 
That's a 204 West Birch Avenue in Flagstaff. So it's a nine course dinner featuring all of Arizona's uh, or all of Flagstaff's breweries. There's seven breweries and it's going to have nine local chefs. So chefs from Simply Delicious, Shift, Satchmo's, Root, Proper, Pizza Clayta, Fat Olives, and Cottage. Like, wow. And also, they're going to be featuring Canyon Diablo Spirits and Drinking Horn Meads. Yeah, that this is this is unreal. So the whole thing is uh, there. It's a great beer dinner, great beer pairing. But all the proceeds from this dinner go directly to the veteran services in Northern Arizona. So over the course of the last four years, the ABV has raised over thirty five thousand um, dollars through this awesome, awesome event. So this is February sixteenth, Saturday, February sixteenth, from four thirty to eight thirty. This is the ABV beer dinner. Uh, tickets can be found on, be found on Eventbrite. You just search ABV Beer Dinner, and uh, I'm also going to put this link in the show notes as well. So tickets are seventy five dollars, and from the looks of this, it's it's going to be worth it for sure. I mean, all this beer and all this great food and Flagstaff raising money for veteran services doesn't get better than that. So um, ABV Beer Dinner. So. That's it for the events. There's a lot more events, obviously, that are going on uh, during the rest of Beer Week. But follow your favorite breweries to see what they're doing. Um, Or you can go to ArizonaBeerWeek.com for a list of events as well. So let's jump into a little beer education. All right. uh, It's time to get started. Uh, My name is Derek Osborne. They call me Doc, which actually means teacher in Latin. Doctor is teacher. Uh, Right now we're going to talk about uh, dumping beer, something no one likes to talk about in the brewery. No one likes to admit it. But if you talk to a brewer who doesn't dump beer, I promise you they're not serving the best beer. That's important to um, important to know. If you have a batch of beer ready to go and it's fresh and it's tasting good, and you still got five kegs of your previous batch on tap, and you taste it, is it as good as the one you have? Sometimes it's better. Lagers tend to age really well. Hoppy beers sometimes lose it. At what point do you decide, my business is going to be better if I let that beer go down the drain? Uh, and then you have to decide, did I brew too much prior time or I need more sales? But if if I dump the beer because I got a better beer, I do believe that that's going to make my business thrive. Uh, sometimes there's incidents that you just you screw something up and dump it. The sooner you dump it, the better. If I dump a beer uh, on day two after I brewed it because I saw a variance or I, something might be, it might be fine, it might not, but it might be six weeks before I know. It's easier just to change it out. Uh, yeah, let the beer go. I My number personally is 7% annual production. If I'm under 7%, I have to question whether I serve the best beer. If I'm over 7%, I need to question my procedures and my practices. Okay, a few reasons why I might want to dump a beer. Uh, there could be many, but making a mistake, being overwhelmed, giving a tour while you're supposed to be looking at something, not pitching the right amount of yeast, or the yeast didn't look good when you looked at it on the microscope, uh, you might not want to wait till that beer lagers out for six to eight weeks before you decide to let it go. If you've got healthy yeast in another tank, that's a great opportunity to say, you know what, we, just, we only lost our labor and the cost of the ingredients. The most expensive part of it is the time in the tank and the real estate. So sometimes it's time to just let it go. Uh, there may be other things where just the power went out. Your glycol didn't cool the tank and it got warm. 
particularly in the first 24 hours or 48 hours of fermentation, that can cause all kinds of problems. Other things are contamination. If you do some microbial plating, uh, differential augers, you might find a um, you might find a plate grew something. You test it again, it grew something again. You're not sure if it's because you contaminated it when you plated it, or if it actually has a beer spoiler in there. That's a good indication you're gonna be dumping all your beers. Uh, you want to make sure that your beer is clean or as clean as you can get it, and it's time to get fresh yeast going when that happens. There will be times where you questioning your beer, but you don't dump it. This is uh, this is where you have to use your intuition. If your beer, you think something might go wrong, but it's tasting good, you've got a backup ready to go, so you can dump it later. Or maybe you work for a company that it's run by a CFO who only cares about profits, but I think that your skill level has to be able to talk to that CFO and, and you're protecting him and his job as well by explaining him that beers are, um, it's very important that quality comes before the profits. As well, and we won't have any profits if we don't put out the best beer we can, especially in this day and age when there's so many great craft beers, so many. When I got started in this a little over two decades ago, you just had to make beer. Nowadays, you have to make great beer to survive. So again, this is Derek Doc Osborne telling you don't be afraid to dump beer. Doc is a wealth of knowledge. Got a few more of these recorded with Doc uh, that we're going to be putting out over the next few weeks, but Doc loved doing this, so we're going to be doing more of these with with Doc, these Beer 101s. So let's see what Marcus, a.k.a. Brewery 602, thinks of a Barrio beer. Hey, guys. Brewery 602 Beer Reviews here at Brewery 602 on Instagram. My name is Marcus, and today I have a beer out of Barrio Brewing Company located in Tucson, Arizona. This is their Citra Zona IPA. Um, obviously, an IPA brewed with Citra hops. Love Citra hops, so it should be really good. Now, I did pick this beer up at our local grocery store. So the cool thing is Barrio does distribute to pretty much all um, local grocery stores, even the small ones. Um, a lot of the bottle shops carry uh, Barrio products. Um, it is a really, really large uh, distributor of beer in Arizona, craft beer in Arizona. I, I think they're like the third largest uh, distributor here in Arizona. Now, I went over this can, and unfortunately enough, there are no uh, date codes, there's no uh, IBUs, there's no ABV, so going into this pretty blind. So let's crack it open and see what we have. Now I could do, especially with an IPA, I could definitely do with a date code on it um, just to see how old it is because these are on the grocery stores, on the shelves, and you want to know how old that beer is. So I'm going to go ahead and get a full pour. usually never pour the whole beer in, but I'll do it this time because it's only a little 12 ounce can. So let's see what we have here. Well, beer comes in a semi-clear uh, copper color, really beautiful. Um, definitely looks like a West Coast style IPA. Has a really nice frothy uh, white head on it. And you're gonna get some really awesome glass lacing out of this. And it looks beautiful. Looks like a very, very nice old school style. I'm saying old school now, right? But old school style IPA. It's gonna drive by aroma. 
It's not picking up citrus for sure. Um, it's more of a an orange citrus though. It's not like that uh, lemon or um, lime. Picking up some uh, malt character there too. There's that real uh, common West Coast kind of a um, caramel type of a aroma to it. Let's get a deeper nose. Yeah, for sure. So you do get some lemon in there now and the deeper aroma. So you do get some lemon in there followed by some caramel kind of notes. Um, not sweet caramel, but you know it's there. It's probably from the crystal malts they use. And a little bit of uh, breadiness, you know, some slight cracker in there as well. But for sure, picking up citrus, um, you know, picking up that lemon, picking up a little bit of um, like an orange zest type of thing going on too. It smells really nice. Let's get a drink. Cheers. Tastes really good. I mean, the uh, there's really a faint bitterness in there on the front end. So I was kind of just waiting to see. Typically, you get bitterness towards the back, and it takes a little bit when you coat your mouth to kind of hit there. So I was just kind of waiting to see what I had. It has excellent balance. You do definitely get the hop character. You do get some really good bitterness. It's not super bitter. It's very, very drinkable, and it's really dry too. So that's the really good thing. I'm sure, you know, they got the gravity down really low on this because it is really dry and it's very refreshing, very easy to drink. And it is like your Sierra Nevada, you know, West Coast IPA. Um, I would put the ABV on this probably around like 5.7. I know that's very specific, but I would think it'd be in the five, high fives, maybe low six range, 5.7 to 6.2, let's say. That's where I would think the ABV would be. It's not sweet. You're getting really, really good hop character. The hops are very uh, grapefruit. You do get pine resin in there as well. Um, you get that sharp citrus. It's really refreshing, really easy drinking. Yeah, I'm even getting some orange and that pine and orange and grapefruit and that resiny mouthfeel is really nice. And the fact that you could pick this up um, you know, at a local grocery store is pretty crazy. Never had this beer before. It's my first time. And I'm pretty blown away by the fact that this is a really good, straightforward, you know, tailgating type of IPA. Um, it's not going to like blow your socks off or anything. And but the fact is it could be a very good go-to beer for sure. Um, I'm probably going to pick up a six pack. I only grabbed a couple cans so I could you know, try them out. And um, I would definitely pick up a six pack of this. And I think a six pack would probably cost you, I don't know, like eight or nine bucks. So it'd be a great deal. Now I'm gonna give this beer, I'm gonna give it a 90. I'm gonna give this beer a straight up 90. And um, I would think that's a high score for a beer that you could just go grab at the grocery store, but it is a very good beer. Again, this is Badio Brewing Company, located in Tucson, Arizona. Um, very cool brewery out there, really huge facility. The staff there are really awesome. And my name is Marcus. It's Brewery 602 Beer Reviews at Brewery 602 on Instagram. Thanks for stopping by. Bye, guys. Please like and subscribe. Cheers. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Get to some of these events. Drink some of these beers. Just keep being awesome. And thank you guys so much for the support. 
and coming up Wednesday, you get to hear a little bit of what it's like to have some microphones set up at Strong Beer Fest and just have people walk up and talk onto these microphones. <laughs> some interesting stuff. But coming up Wednesday, it's the Strong Beer Festival Conversations episode. Uh, but for now, always remember, stay awesome.